Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode, research team just said 62, which has absolutely no significance. We have Dakota back, uh, really unstable internet connection right now at the Hampton Inn, shout out Hampton Inn for the shitty internet. And we don't know if we're going to have him for the whole time, but he's here for a good time, not a long time. Dakota, I am so excited for your anger with the internet. I'm I'm not I'm just annoyed. I'm just it's just a tough time right now in my life. Do you know what is great about this time is that this episode is brought to you by Parse Rum. And if you're having tough times, we don't encourage this because alcohol should be consumed responsibly, but you can always drink Parse to ease the pain. That much I do know for sure. Yeah, can we get an injury update on where you're at? Let's tell the people that you once again, it's not fun. Funny. Not you funny. once again got smoked. No, it is funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's I'm about not sick funny. and tired of getting hit in the fucking head. I'll tell you what. Quit diving out over the plate, man. Hey, hey, all, all you hitter, all you hitters. Oh, pitchers can't you stick? Well, there you go. I no. The research it. team will tell you that hit by pitches in the big leagues are an yeah. all-time high. They are. I believe they're an all-time high while batting average is an all-time low. And we know that stick and is an all-time. Yes. People are, everybody's using stick anyway. No. Everyone, everyone's just trying to throw 104. They don't know where it's going. No. Yes. I got smoked Saturday night. I mean smoked. And this is the third time in less than two months that I've been smoked in the fucking head. This was freaking freaking. This was easily the worst of the three. The minor league helmets are so bad too. It literally felt like I didn't have a helmet on and someone just took a two by four to my head. It caught you flush. I haven't seen no, that. I, I don't, I, don't, I saw it once and I said, that's enough. Get it off my phone. Did, did, was it like a side head smoked or oh, did it bill? Back of the head, like, oh, for like four days, I could feel it and it just had a heartbeat of its own, dude. Zach, I can tell in your voice that you got the suds. Yeah. <laughs> well, you out there, I also have the suds as well. If you guys are SpongeBob fans, I have the suds. I don't have COVID. I've been tested every day this week. Um, this, this is horrible. I don't have allergies, but apparently allergy season is an all-time high right now, along with hit-by-pitches, and this is not a good combo for my head and my nose. Dakota FaceTimed me this morning, and he said I looked like a bag of shit, basically. Let's put it, let's put it this way. You and me, I FaceTimed you, and we were both laying in bed, and it was 12 o'clock. It was noon. We were both laying in bed. I had no business getting out of bed before then. Just a couple of go-getters. Did you pass all the concussion everything? Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's I got to pass the uh, – because I had some symptoms, I guess, for the first two days. Um, tomorrow's my impact test, which, for those who know me, I can't do that test non-concussed. So it should be very interesting. I can still tell you the one uh, recall that I missed on my concussion test out of the 15, and the word was honey. I still remember it. Yeah, I can I can give you all six words that they give me right now. I can I've What's I've the impact test. Is that the one on the computer? Yeah, it's like 35 minutes. That sounds horrible. Zach. Yes. I do have a question for you though. What do you got? Is IH8 back? Hey. The kid might be back, folks. I'm just swanging it. I'm just I was swanging it the whole time. I was swanging it then. I'm swanging it now. You know what? He's getting I'm the ball off of the ground. Is what he's doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting the ball in the air. The wind was blowing out. Wrigley was great. It's great to see the boys back. Good. Got Johnny Lester and Schwarber back in uh, Wrigley. 
Schwarber basically got a standing ovation every time he came to the plate for the whole weekend. It wasn't a weekend. It was Monday to Thursday, but it was still great. And he also went bridge twice. Like, stop clapping for him. He's not on your team anymore. Uh, it was a – because we won the game, it was a very cool moment. His first game back that he hit a homer. Yeah. That was one of those ones that goes out, and you're like, that's pretty cool. Confirmed. Hap was clapping when Schwarber hit a homer. Was not clapping. Was not clapping. Was going – Was it was like, shit. Oh, boy, oh nice job, Schwarber. Fuck. Uh, cool, Schwarber. Shit. It was the same thing with, with John, with watching John pitch. I think there was a lot of mixed emotions uh, for guys that played with him for a long time, especially Rossi and Rizzo. And every time a guy would – he gave up three homers. And every every homer it was like, yeah. Oh, sorry, John. Yeah. Hey, how, how mad were you, not to bring it up, that you struck out against him? You know, I was not mad. I'll tell you this. I felt more, and first of all, because it was a ball and they called it a strike, which made me not as mad, but, and because then I got a hit, so I didn't feel as bad, but it was, it was honestly an honor to be struck out by a backdoor John Lester cutter. I was like, I was like, if there's any pitch, like if I would have swung at like his poo poo change up, or like if I would have swung at him with a, with the, uh, like the, the dumper, I would have been like, what are you doing? But when he's throwing the vintage John Lester 88-mile-an-hour backdoor cutter, I'm like, all right. Heard it here first. Ian Happ says that John Lester has a dumper and a doo-doo changeup. Yep. His changeup is doo-doo, and I'll tell that to his face. And I, I also would. hit a absolutely amazing jam sandwich blooper double that touched the chalk and right. It was beautiful. <gasps> yep. And I couldn't look at him because I was scared that he would. Was gonna be I was team. hoping that you were going to laugh because second base, I thought he was going to take a lap and you guys are just going to laugh at each other. No, I, Lester doesn't strike me as a guy that even facing his own team would like laugh at that. Like he's probably actually out there like pissed he, off. My favorite thing from that, those two games, whatever it was, was when he got taken out, they get, everybody was cheering and he didn't like take his hat off or say thank you. And he was like, I mean, I'm playing for the other team. Like, yeah, it was great, but it's like, I just gave up five runs and in five innings, whatever it was. It's like, I can't do that. And I was like, I fucking love that. Yeah. Had to be a really cool moment for him, though, to be back at Wrigley. And because last year he didn't get it. He didn't get There was no fans. There was no one to say thank you to him. So for him to actually get the thank you from the fans to hear that applause. Like when he came out to start the game, it was loud. Yeah. Like it, they played his walkout. It was really loud. Uh, and then when he came off, it was really, really loud. And it was really cool. Then the next day, um, Cubs had – they put two chairs, so two of the Wrigley chairs, on the concourse on Monday and had fans sign it with thank you messages, like thank you, John, all kinds of stuff. And they give that to him, and then the players signed a W flag and were able to write messages Um to him, which was pretty cool, and then presented that to him on the field. What did Schwarber get? Oh, the twelve. Uh... Schwarber got the twelve. Yeah, that was a that was a nice gesture. I had John sign a jersey for me. It's my first ever opposing player or player I played with signed jersey. That's all. Awesome. I heard you already listed it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, things up for sale. I uh I read a story. By now, I, I read a story 
about you and him and when you were a rookie that you carried a speaker and how but I understand you carried a speaker but how did how were you allowed to sit on the back of the plane like I've you know whatever I was on a few show flights oops whoops 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 no big deal but fun fact I was not on the active roster for said show flights but I've seen you know who sits back there and if I went back there to not go to the bathroom, I think I would get thrown out from 30,000 feet in the air to the ground. So in 17. Just look at Ian's wrist right now. That's why he was allowed to sit back there because he went to talk to John about wine and watches. It's a good point. We had we had a good group in 17, but it was pretty veteran. So like the back of the plane was Lester, Lackey, Schwappo was back there, Wade Davis. Dakota, how much money to walk back there and plant your fucking ass and say, yeah, this is where I'm sitting. I could see, like, like I'd be sitting with Hap, like, up in the front, like, or the middle, and he'd be like, hey, I'll give you 100 bucks to go back there and sit there. I'd say, you could give me $1,000, and I'm not going back there. I would literally pee my pants if I had to go back there to the bathroom first. There's- but the thing is, I wouldn't go to the front and pee by the coaches either. I'm literally just holding it. I'm like, you know what? It's my fault for not going before the flight. Yep. It's on you. Arietta was back there too. So I, there was a couple responsibilities as a rookie and it was drinks, beers, or the speaker. And it takes a lot, not a lot, but like it takes commitment to, especially on the road to go find whatever fridge the beers are in, get them and then get the right amount, get the, right distribution because like some guys like Miller, some guys like but and then have it on the bus and then pass it out to guys so i said i'll be the speaker guy i got you on speaker i got the speaker and so whenever it'll be like you do brought beers <laughs> but i have jimmy beers and i'm like i got john speaker that is that is very smart you got this i got the music i'm the music guy that is so, a wise decision so i would go back there uh, early in the year, I would take John the speaker and I would just give it, I would just hand, John, I got your speaker. And then one, one time he was like, sit down, sit down, sit back here. So I sat back there and started, you know, that's when John and I started talking about golf and stuff and wine and watches. And then at that point, like halfway through the year, I kind of just adopted a seat. It was Dunsing was, I think Dunsing was three or four from the front or from the back and then i was behind dunsing and then somebody was behind me and then lester was in the back and so i kind of i snuck my way into one of those seats in the back of the plane you still couldn't uh, they could have told me hey this is where you're sitting and i said no i'm not sitting. well for the longest time probably until like maybe september i would put my bag in the middle of the plane my backpack like i would establish my middle of the plane seat and then take the speaker back and wait to be like, come here or like, stay here. Like, I would like try to walk back to my seat and be like, stay here. I'd be like, all right. But I would still, I would always establish that one, my one backpack those, is up there. One of those guys, he drops it off. He's like lingering. He's like looking back over his shoulder. He's like, that's what I, I was going to say. <laughs> Hap was like, hey guys, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go back to my seat now. You want me to stay? It's time to tell me. That's probably better than the alternative of putting the speaker down and sitting in that, or like putting your backpack sitting in that seat and having like the what the fuck do you think you're doing? Yeah, that is, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'm headed back to the front. Correct. 
Oh, do you guys have? Did the Tigers have a dress code? Oh yeah. Didn't didn't I tell you this story? No. So in spring training, it was like two day, like a day before we were leaving. I had no idea how I was getting anywhere, and I reached out to like I forgot who it was, and I was like, "Hey, uh, I don't have my flight to go to Toledo. Like, am I staying here? Like, what am I doing?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, uh." Someone's supposed to call you about that. You're going on the uh, team flight to Detroit and you're going to go from there to Toledo. I was like, okay, cool. And then like, as, so that the, the day before my friend, Jason Foley, who was coming to Toledo drove from Florida to Toledo. So I put all of my nice clothes with him that I didn't need. I was like, Oh, I'm just flying commercial. I'll take a collared shirt. Like, like one of these, like not a dress dress shirt. That looks like a, uh... This is this is a very nice state and liberty. Yes, it is. Shout out state and liberty. Zach, Ian's been asking for pictures. You're out here wearing it and can't get a picture. I know, I forgot. That's yeah, that's really messed up. Also, I wore my state and liberty on the show flight today. So also, Ian, real quick to interject on Zach's story. Ian's saying get pictures of you wearing it on your way to the field. Who who's taking this picture? Who who is taking a picture of me walking to the park? I told Foles, I was like, hey, man, you might have to take a picture of me one of these days, but we're going to have to make sure nobody within a fucking mile radius. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm going to look it, like such it, a loser. It's really easy. It's really easy. You ask whatever, whoever the Shelby is of your team, you ask Shelby or like Alex Cohen or like one of those people, you say, hey, I'm going to come to the field at two o'clock. It would be a huge service to me. It'd be really helpful if you could just at two o'clock grab a camera or someone who owns a camera and snap a couple pictures as I meander into the ballpark. Just a couple. It's a couple. Keep going about your dress code story, Zach. Okay. So the day before I was leaving, I gave him like an extra bag that I didn't need. I wasn't going to bring on the flight. I was like, Hey, here are all my, my, my dress clothes, like my dress shoes. Like I don't need them like until the season starts. So like, as I was hanging up the phone, they're like, Oh, by the way, like dress shirt, dress pants, dress shoes. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, I literally have zero. And so that night, it was at like five o'clock. I was every department store you could imagine. Every single one from Goodwill to fucking men's warehouse. I was there. I had, <laughs> bro, you, Dakota, what else? Can you name where else did you go between stop. men's warehouse? I went to Target. That's, I went that's to two Walmart. opposite sides of the spectrum. Bro, I, and then, so I found nothing. This is 8 o'clock. Men's you went warehouse. to Walmart and Target? No bro. way you found nothing at men's warehouse. Zero percent Can chance. you shut up and let me speak? Sheesh. Sheesh. Anyway, so I look around, and for some reason, I see a men's warehouse sign. And I'm just like, oh, like my God. Like a beacon in the night. Yes. And it was like 7.55. And I wish the parking lot had video of me. I was sprinting from Target to Men's Warehouse. And, like, as I got there, the guy was just – I had keys in his hand walking to lock the doors. Like, bro, you got to let me in. Like, I need I need help. I don't care. I will grab the three shirts, whatever. You get commission on them. I'll, I'll double it. I need them. I need them right now. Oh, you got the money. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was not being embarrassed on my first team flight. And it turns out I got like three, six shirts for like one price. And I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing in the it's world. Three for 99. What, have you never shopped before? No, I've never. Did, been you have, did you have golf pants to wear? Like, what were the slacks? No, no, I actually, um, what were they? 
Um, probably, probably those joggers that you wear to golf all the time that you say are dress no, pants. No, I actually had some real, um, some nice ones from, I think it was Lulu and then you could wear them. Oops. Whatever. And I had them, thank God. And then I, you know, I ended up getting a few compliments on the flight for my attire. So can I ask out. you a question? So tie or no tie? No tie. Okay. Can I ask you a question about that dress code? Yes, sir. If you're like three quarters of the way to a suit, why not just do a suit? Why do you have to do dress pants, dress shoes, dress shirt? Like if it's a collar only, I get it. If it's like collar, oh, you just need a collar. I get that. And if it's suit, like I, I get the suit thing because it's like if you want to be super old school. But if you're in the middle of those two, it's like with a little specific. Hey, do you want me to get you in touch with Mr. AJ Hinch? He'll explain it to you. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying go Tigers, but I'm just saying. And on the way home from places, you can wear jeans with a dress shirt. But so and then again, we were on the road when I was on the taxi squad in Houston. Did I tell you this one? No. When I had Duncan help me out? No. We will be right back to the compound, but first, it is playoff time, baby. Big stakes, bigger promotions from DraftKings Sportsbook. They're giving you a chance to hammer the over. And if enough people hammer the over, it drives down the under. That's right. You're controlling the line. The line will drop one point. With every 1,500 bets, every better who hammers the over in the featured game helps to lower the game. Best part is that as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. That's right. You can double your money more by hammering the over as it goes. As always, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Compound when you sign up to hammer the over for every 1,500 people that bet the over in the featured game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the over hitting. So tell your friends and family this is a team effort. Hammer the over, improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code Compound. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Max $25 wager, one per customer. Offer ends 5-23-21. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The first day we're in Houston. So with the Cubs, you know, it's kind of just like dress whatever, but dress professionally. Like pants on the road, jeans, whatever. Nice T-shirt if you're wearing a T-shirt. So I get down there. I get in the lobby, like it's walking distance it's, or a shuttle it leaves at one say, and there's a bunch of guys down there and like, everybody is wearing just like a, like a golf shirt. And I'm just like looking around. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like, eh, whatever. And like the bullpen catcher comes up to me. He's like, Hey man, do you have a college shirt? And I'm like, uh, I have one. He's like, yeah, you got to wear it. So I was like, dude, what the fuck? I literally had, I brought one on this trip. I had no idea. So I texted Duncan. We were in Houston. I was like, Dunk, man. You got to help me out. And he, he went to Lulu and grabbed me like four or five shirts for that trip that I could wear to the field every day. It was the most stressed out I've ever been, and I wasn't even in the game. Do you have to wear collars to the field? Correct. On the road? Yes. And I had no zero idea. Zero clue. 
We had we had a couple young guys today on the fight with uh, no collars on. What were their names? Name which, them. Name well, them. Name them. Well, not name them. Complete. Was it that complete. boy? Tell me. Tell me that boy Higgy knew better. I'm. I will not name names. So oh. that's a yes. Dang no, it. No, 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 no. It's it. not a yes. That's not a yes. That's not a yes. I'm just. We're not processing of eliminationing. I can guarantee. I know the answer to one of them. Um, it's a pretty easy one. And I, I think PJ would be better than that. I would hope so. If not, I'm going to ream him. I'm not. I will not name names. And honestly, I'm not naming names. Not PJ. It's not PJ. I'm not naming names. But it's hilarious to hear that interaction between like the older guys and younger guys and then get the older guys going. Ten years ago, I would have been thrown off the plane with a no parachute and sat, had to sit in the bathroom. But, the yeah, the Cubbies don't have – there's no re- there's no recourse for the cubbies. Do you Zach, do you have any guys that wear like the full suit that like suit up without the tie? Maybe suit up um with no, a jacket? But Robbie Grossman has he wore a few nice jackets and it stood out and I was like, it's a really good look. I think if you're gonna get if you have to wear dress pants and dress shoes, you might as well wear a jacket. I think when I see hockey players, because hockey players they have to they can suit every time. 162 games. When you do 162 games, do as many trips as we do. Have to wear a suit is crazy, but I do respect when the hockey players come in with their elaborate suits. Before the season, we made a couple, you know, we're talking a little bit about Showtime, Chotani, and the fact that if we had the debate about the war and if the pitching war and the hitting war is there, is he going to be like a super war monster where he's going to have so much war that it's undeniable that he's the MVP? It might just be. You know, I... I'm such a Mike Trout fan that he took one for the team is missing six to eight weeks. So Otani can just run away with it. That's very pro. That's sad for the game when Mike's out for it six is, to eight but weeks. But it's pro of him. God. Calf strain. Not the Sucks. calf. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy's leading the league in homers and has a two. Did he throw well the other night? Does anybody know? I think he threw five or six innings, like two runs, three runs. Research team, I'm not sure. I mean, the guy, this guy's unbelievable. Yeah. And he's but he plays on the West Coast, and like not enough people get to see it. But also, people from other sports are tweeting about it, which is a cool thing for baseball. When um, people, when other athletes from other are tweeting about it. Go ahead. Sorry. Did you guys see Stephen A. Smith? He you said he's not a good hitter because he's hitting 271, but yeah, Stephen A. doesn't like, know that the league average is like 230, and it's the hardest year to hit of all time. Yeah. And he was just like, it's not, it's not translating to wins. Who cares? It's like, bro, you got to be kidding me. You got, I mean, uh, I can't listen to that, Stephen. I can't listen to, if you hit, you could be the MVP hitting 271. Because that's, if I hit 271, my numbers would be my, the OPS and the on base would be unbelievable. I, I always say that to myself because I'm like, man, if I could just, Squeak out 260, 270. My IOPS would be so nice. So nice. Oh, it would take care of itself. We have confirmation. Uh, Otani went four and two thirds, two earned five Ks. Definitely couldn't get the win. Didn't go five. That's not a quality either. But he has a two, three, seven. So that's and good. And then he went out and played right field. So I wonder if they'll ever turn him into a closer. Text your buddy Joe. Hey, Skip, I got an idea. Close him. I don't know if they have enough starting pitching to make him a closer. 
Talk about the PGA Championship looking absolutely impossible. Do you see that one green that's literally like up on a hill? Yeah. I didn't get to I didn't get to watch any of it today, but I did hear that there the last four holes like did into the wind and you can't possibly make a par. It's like half the course is like straight downwind and the other half is like directly in your face. What did Brooks Kepka say? Did you see it, Dakota? He said something. It was like when you tee off the back. It's- he said it's like impossible to tee yeah. off the back because I think he said like the first three or four are downwind and the next nine are like into the wind. Yeah. And he said it's just a mess trying to play those holes. That sounds horrible. Horrible. There's nothing worse than playing golf holes into the wind. My friend Alex Beach shot three over today. We're gonna have to make some, make a run tomorrow to make the cut. But it's you know who cool. else shot three over? You know who else? He, he's basically Rory McIlroy and JT then, because they both shot three over. Yep, he was two over up until sixteen or seventeen. I was hoping he stayed there, but you know, friend of the pod Joel Damon was making a run today. Yeah, my dad texted me and he said, "Oh, Joel is uh, I think one under through whatever." And then all of a sudden, I look again and he's four over at one point. I'm like, "What are we doing?" Uh, yeah, I think he had a, he had a tough. It's hole. definitely a course that. like every hole has an opportunity for a big number like you could easily turn a great round into I remember I was like following the standings there Matt Jones was three under I think through like 15 and then he went bogey bogey double bogey par to end his round at one over I was like that's hang with him you guys have a pick to click after day one um to win it I didn't. I haven't checked. I'll do my research after tomorrow. I I still like Morikawa. He shot two under today and missed, I think, four putts within five feet, and he still shot two under. My pick to click was JT. My oh no, I took JT a lot before the tournament, but he played very bad today. But it was actually like a sneaky good three over for how bad he played. Yeah. I would also is Ricky. Did Ricky even make the field? Is Ricky playing one under? No way. I love I love Ricky to win a PGA Championship. I love him to win it. I love him to sneak his way into a major when he hasn't been playing good golf all year. I'm all in on that storyline. Give me major champion Ricky Fowler. He's a guy that, like, he's just kind of like an after. Like, he's not even talked about anymore. Like, he's, like, not very good right now. Still has, still has a lot of commercials. I think he went to Tiger's house during the Masters and watched it with him. And they said they talked about, like, a bunch of holes together. Probably, probably <laughs> wouldn't be fun. No better person to talk to. You probably would hate doing that. Is there anything else happening in the baseball world that we should mention? That's- yeah, Spencer Spencer Turnbull, no hitter. Shout out, go Tigers. Spencer Turnbull, go Tigers, no hitter. There's been six no hitters in Major League Baseball against three teams. Is it alarming how many no hitters there are? Is it? How is it happening? I think the craziest part, there's only been three teams for six no hitters. <laughs> that Yeah, that is – they're on pace to get no hit like nine times. If there's if there's ten no hitters this year, can, I wish the research team would tell us when most no hitters of any year ever. But if there was ten no hitters, would that be just absolutely insane? I was uh, upstairs, like I double switched out yesterday to yesterday, and I was upstairs and Boog was saying seven's the most no hitters ever. By the way, Boog was saying that this is the lowest average batting average league-wide since like 1930 or something. And the next year, after that year, they lowered the mound by like six inches. And then they added the DH two years later. 
why do you think the average is down so much? Like all MLB is trying to do is make the game more fun and literally make it easier for hitters. And it's going the opposite way. Well, I can, the baseballs are way different. The baseballs are way different. The seams are way higher in the big leagues this year than I've seen in a long time. The, I got a, um, <clears throat> just going out to the outfield from the bullpen. I got a, uh, 2019 opening day ball to play catch with in between innings and the seams were so much lower and then you feel the balls now and they come out of play seams are super high and they said they said they made them smaller and softer so they wouldn't go as far yeah they deadened them a little bit this or yeah deadened them a little bit this year that's what they said yeah good too many homers that's a good point yeah Trying to give you guys all the advantage. I just hate how, like, people are like, there's so many no-hitters. The average is so down because everybody's trying to hit home runs. And it's just like – That couldn't yeah. be farther from the truth. Right? And it's like, yeah, I understand they're trying to hit the ball in the air. But it's like, do you understand how – like, we, we say it literally every single episode, how good pitchers are. Dude. Did you see Jacob deGrom made a low-A rehab stop. start tonight? Stop. And he was up to 102. He threw three innings, struck out eight. If you're the one guy that put it in play, I'm like, I'm ready for the big leagues. Like, I put a ball in play on the ground. I'm like, I am going into the manager's office that night and I'm saying, all right, Skip, where am I going? Yeah, like you're getting <laughs> called up. It was hilarious because, like, it was like the Palm Beach Cardinals or something. And they were, like, tweeting videos of it. They're like, all right, Mets, you can have them back now. This isn't fair. <laughs> Could you imagine you pay for a low-A game and just you look across and you see DeGrom long tossing? Imagine yeah. 17, Zach, facing Jacob no. DeGrom. You would have had your no. lunch eaten. You, no one wants to face him today even. Like, you, big leaguers don't even want to face him. Fucking heart attack, dude. Yeah, waking up in Palm Springs, having to go to the park featuring, featuring DeGoat. Uh, the Palm Springs Cardinals tweeted – DeGrom's throwing 102, come help, or, like, somebody help. Yeah, send help. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just – almost – the thing is, what's very impressive is going from the big leagues, and, like, obviously he's the best pitcher in baseball, to me at least, um, to go down to a low-A game, and, like, obviously the competition's lesser – but like to still punch out eight and just dominate like that, like you can't have any adrenaline. Like there's no way he's like fired up to throw in that game. He's probably just out there just like throwing the baseball. But that's just good how good he is. The guy is. can't. The guy can't throw less than a hundred. Wait, it just pops out at a hundred. You want to hear something really funny too? He's up to one hundred and two. He's a starter. Syndergaard got sent to the same team. Yeah, I they mean that face four a, team. They might face them back to back. Back to back. Hang with them. That should Palm count Springs on your Cardinals. That shouldn't count on your stats. No, those guys. Those guys are going. God damn it! Get fucking two at bats against these big league pitchers. Could you imagine? Like, you're. It's the beginning of the year. We're 15 games in. And you're fighting to get above the Mendoza line. You're right there. Then you take an over three with three punches because you're facing the Grom and Syndergaard. My first series in Everett, Washington. Oh, we faced uh, Iwakuma. The Japanese pitcher from the um, Mariners. More of the story is I took him deep and I rake. Wow. Oops. In short season. No, hey, but that, no, 
That that place doesn't count because it's like 270 to the gap. That place, I could hit a homer there lefty. Doesn't it was count. right, it was right field. Okay. I yanked him down the line, first of all. Second of all, I hit a right-handed oppo homer over that 270 tall wall. That's I, can't see anything though. You can't see anything because all the they have all these white ads on that stupid wall. GM there was definitely a pitcher. Yeah. Ian, are you uh are you taking the young Cubs that are coming up recently under your wing? Like, are you taking that boy Higgy under your wing? Okay, that boy Higgy and I are in the same draft class. We're the same age. <laughs> you know what I was just going to say? What's crazy? And this, I mean, it's, I'm still in the minors, so it's not even a shot at PJ. He's actually two years older than you. He's 28. <laughs> there you go. It's, you, so, know, but you know what happened? So we were talking about this because Post was asking me um, if we played together. And I said – that boy Higgy and I, we didn't because he thought we played together in short season. And he was like, Guys, we're on the same uh Eugene team. It was like, Absolutely, we were not. He thought me, Steele, Alzale. Steele, Steele was a high schooler. You definitely didn't play with Steele. <laughs> well, he thought me, Steele, Alzale, and Higgy were all on the same team. And I think all of those guys might have touched Eugene that year at some point. And Steele and I might have played together for a minute, but. I but Higgy and I did not play together and we were kind of just missed each other all the way up. But we did we had instructs together and then spring training together, fifteen instructs and sixteen spring training, and we were both second basemen. And then we were playing the infield together, and then Higgy gets moved to catcher and makes a great transition and uh ends up getting to the big leagues as a catcher, but that's what slowed down because he always could hit and he had the bat to get there. But and this has happened with a bunch of guys in our organization over the years. Tim Cousins, shout out Tim Cousins, who's now with the Baltimore Orioles. He did such a good job. Wilson Contreras, Victor Carantini, third baseman, Higgy infielder, transitioned. There's a couple more that I can't remember. PJ now is like elite defensively, like elite, elite. Like yeah. Trey Turner. <laughs> nice try. See ya. Yeah, and so he does a great job blocking the ball too. So, like Tim Cousins is the source of that. He would take infielders and turn them into catchers, and it would set back because guys are learning a whole new position, which is the hardest position to play in the field. So it would set guys back by a year or two. Um, but really cool to see him finally make his debut because it's, it's been well-deserved. PJ this year in Iowa called 15 and – no, sorry. Yeah, 15 and two-thirds no-hit innings. Called a no-hitter. Yeah. Six and two thirds into the next game, no hitter, and then somebody, some big idiot, gave up a homer. I forget who it was. Couldn't, could have been me. Could not have been. I'm not sure, but somebody did. Hey, get you. You don't, you don't look like the type of guy that would have broken up a no no by giving up a homer. See, I said I'd rather give up. It was like the seventh inning with two outs. If I'm gonna give up the no hitter, I'd rather I did it. Like it was a lefty hit an awful homer off me. I was like, okay, I threw a fastball away. And I was like, I'd rather that than like a broken bat blooper over the infield. Like, at I least completely agree. He beat me. Agree. I was like, okay, no problem. Dakota, remember when Cuz tried to get me to be a catcher? He goes, Zach was like squatting one time or like practicing like catching. Oh, yeah. Cuz like, Cuz is like, you look like you could be a catcher. And Zach's like, I'm never squatting again. No, no, no. We were, it was like spring training and I, we were in the cage. And like, when we were there, so Cuz, pretty high up he was the field coordinator and you know when somebody brings you over of like that like high of rank you're you know you're all ears you're like what's up man like what can i do it's like shorty 
He's like, come here. I was like, oh, what's up, cuz? He's like, you ever tried catching? And like, as soon as he said it, I looked at him. I said, nope. And walked right away. I said, (laughs) you can release me. I'm not doing it. He was the best. And he was a catcher by trait. So he would, I think every infielder that's ever played in the Cubs system has a story of like when cuz asked them if they could catch. So he came up to me in the hallways of Sloan and said, he looked at me and he goes, just quiet down for me. And I went, I went like this. I went, ah, (laughs) hips don't work. I can't. This is as far as I go. I can't make it down. (laughs) And that was the last time he ever asked me. I was like, absolutely not. You're not going to try to do this. I literally caught until I was like 16 years old. Like, I loved catching. I loved loved catching in high school. I loved it. And you just could not pay me enough money to get back there right now. It'd be so fun to call a game, though. Oh, yeah. And uh, Um, remember, obviously, Steven Bruno? He was like in my work group or something one day for spring training, and I told him I freaked out for like two weeks. And he was he was just listening to every one of my freak outs. I was like, bro, I'm gonna be a fucking catcher. And like I couldn't grasp the fact that he tries to make one infielder a year a catcher. And he tried telling me that. Bruno tried telling me that, and I was like, No, he just tried to fucking make me a catcher. You don't get it. And he was like, Bro, I caught for two spring trainings. I get it. Yeah, he had he had Machine and Higgy were the two from our class that were converted, and then Machine went back to a position player. That's your classic overthinking, Zach, because your calling card, no offense to your bat, is you're a defender. Like you're really good on the infield, so obviously they wouldn't let. Even if he wanted to make you a catcher, the Cubs would have been like, no, he, he's probably the best defensive infielder we have. That was before I actually used my two hands instead of my chest to field the ground ball. <laughs> the uh, you know, Cuz has a really good record of, of the guys that he converts getting to the big leagues, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Zach, you want to stay there? I don't know, yeah. man. Maybe you'd be a catcher. I'm like, I'm like, I think I still have his number. I might call him up right now and ask him. I'll, hey. Trade, trade for me and I'll catch for you. You got a spot over there. I'm coming. You'd have to put on, what do you weigh, 154? Oh, here we go. What do you weigh, like 180? Yes. You'd have to put on 40 pounds. PJ, every day, PJ, that boy Higgy would come in he'd go and weigh himself and he like wants to be like 220 he'd be at like 211 he'd be so pissed off like he's the kind of guy like he'd eat and then go weigh himself to try to make it higher he's nuts dude i love that boy higgy you know maple first of all before before we move on maples is the happiest guy in the world because that boy higgy (laughs) is here and maples and higgy are the bestest of friends i was literally gonna say it to you hap i go their relationship of maples and pj is the best the best. They Maples just, just messes with him. Maples messes with him, and PJ just gets so mad at him. It's hilarious. Uh, so, uh, you know how uh, a few months ago, maybe now, I was like, we're going to have Arietta on, and it's going to be really great, and Arietta's going to come on. Well, I haven't been able to wrangle Arietta to get him on the podcast. Maybe people can tweet at him and tell him to come on. But I did get confirmation from Rizzo that he really wants to come on. He wants to come on. He wants to be a part of it. So our next guest is going to be Rizzo, and it's going to happen soon. I told him this road trip. So we're in Ian, we're Ian, in Ian, St. Ian. Louis. Shh, shh, shh. We're in St. Louis, and then we go to Pittsburgh. And I told him this road trip. We're do we're he's coming on the podcast. Ian, you know. So, wait, so 
we're going to record this one. It's going to go out. And then we are going to immediately in the next five days record a Rizzo one and put that out to make it up to the fans that I haven't been able to wrangle a guest. In. That, that's going to happen, guys. We swear it's going to happen. You know, you know, Dakota and I trust you so much. And we know that this is going to happen. I put the chances at. 40, 60 comes on. 40, he does. 60, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I think during the season last year, it was a little bit easier because guys had to be, like, so secluded to get them to come on. This year, our team is actually so tight-knit. Like, we have such a great group that asking someone to, like, especially on the road, to, like, not do fun team things and just come on the podcast doesn't seem quite right. But Riz is, Riz is in. I promise sure, he's in. Hey. For sure, for sure. For sure we'll we'll see him soon. Yeah, it is, man. Talk to you next opening day when we get get your recap on spring training. Do you guys have anything else before we wrap this up? Do you want to do screen times? Do we do screen times? I hope I hope my suds go away soon. Let's do screen times. I haven't I haven't uh I haven't messed with my screen time at all. I haven't thought about it one time today. I hope it's lower than both of yours. We had a show and go today. Mine's six hours, 25 minutes. Uh, mine's 6.42. Was that a lie? Like, did you lie your way into that or? No, I did not. Why would I lie? Mine, mine's four hours and five minutes. Why would I lie? I'm in last place. It doesn't really sound like a good lie. I don't know. It felt like it felt like you're about to say nine hours and then you said six. No. <laughs> it might be nine. No. It might be. Well, you know, you know what's messed up is you shouldn't even be on your phone anyway. All right. Why? Put your That's phone true. down. Let your head rest. I can't sleep. What else am I gonna do? I have to Clean stop. Did you forget? Here's the suds. Mrs. Pop. This episode is brought to you by Parse Rum. Go to Benny's. Get your Parse Rum. Go to ParseRum.com. Check out Parse. It's brought to you. Brought to you by Claritin Clear as well. Parse Rum, our favorite sponsor, your favorite sponsor. People in the stands are still chanting. When I say Parse, you say Rum. Anthony Rizzo coming on very soon. Zach, what do you need before we let the people go? Obvious shirts. What a seat he had this weekend. What a seat he had. He's grinding. He's got a seat right there. He was sitting with the Sloan guys. Shout out the Sloan guys. He was sitting with them right by the uh, right by the on deck circle. Said hello to him. Great seats. Obvious shirts. They're doing a great job. He. I actually put an order in with him. He's hooking it up. I don't think my manager listens to this, but our manager, great guy, very stern, and we have some funny pictures coming. Or funny shirt with his picture on. All right. Next. The sides. The sides are getting to the brain. The sides are in the brain. <laughs> send us send us a picture when you get it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obvious shirts. Yeah. When I say parse, you say rum. Parse. Suds. Rum. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have said suds. If I would have said suds too, that would have been fantastic. Oh, God. That's episode 62. See you next week. This is Anthony Rizzo. Hey, uh, Rizzo coming on.